This podcast was brought to you by mozo.com.au. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Finance Burrito Podcast. It's, uh, it's lovely to have you with us again. My name is Tom Watson, and I'm a journalist at financial comparison website, mozo.com.au. And joining me, as she is uh, want to do every week, is my colleague and fellow journo, the wonderful Liv G. What's going on, Liv? Hey, I am want to join you. It's always a fun uh, way to break up the week. <laughs> What's going on? I just stubbed my toe very, very badly. Like It's not bleeding oh, no. or anything, but I think because it's, you know, when you're colder, everything hurts more when you like kid it or whatever i just have been limping around the apartment just sort of not knowing what to do with myself so it's freezing I'm in today a bit as of a... well man i feel you it's i've got cold. like three layers on you know yeah i've been in a bit of a state and i've been considering purchasing some slippers which i'm normally not all that into because i get very sweaty feet um, as i may have mentioned before. you have mentioned this before <laughs> and i've told you get uggs and wear socks and uggs yeah. and you'll be you'll be I'm, good yeah I got to get onto it, but um, but before we, I do that, I reckon we should probably uh, do some podcast work. Hey, I think that's probably what we're here to do, and um, it's time we tackled yet another tantalising topic in more detail, and this will be the fourth instalment in our digital finance series. So, Tom, are we ready to get into the thick of it? Yeah, let's go. From cashlessness to crypto, let's get digital, digital. So far in our uh, in our digital finance series, we've talked about you know the way people are managing and tracking their cash. We've talked about how they're investing it, and we've even talked about cashlessness. You get the gist. But can you guess today's topic? It's cashback. Well, online cashback and discounts, to be more precise. So, why are we talking about cashback and discounts? Well. It's kind of setting the obvious, but as more and more purchases are made online and on mobile, um, this has kind of opened up this whole new world of discounting and deals and you know basically opportunities to save. Um, and I don't know about you, Liv, but this whole cashback deal is actually super new to me. Like I hadn't heard of it before. Mm. Um, yeah, the, me too, a little bit. The last couple of years at least. Um, like I've been a pretty like uh, big user of online coupons and discount codes because you know why not but um third-party cashback sites not really something i knew about yeah i'm sort of in the same boat i'm all about discounts when they uh, appear to me and i will find out like a, a coupon code as well i normally go for online online ones when you can like do something easy like join a mailing list to get mm. a discount because I have like lots of old emails that I don't <laughs> use. And I'm like, 20% off, yeah, send me some newsletters to something that I'll never, old, never like, look at. Your old like Hotmail or like... Um, yeah, I do. I've got like a couple. Back in the day. My, old, my old uni one is still live. So oh, it's, it's great. Um, <laughs> but I've, um, I've even been known to sort of like whip out a, uh, a physical coupon, oh. mostly... Mostly at Woolies, you know, when you get a receipt and it's like, you get uh, this wine or beer for X amount just because like BWS is normally right there. And I'm like, yeah, six pack of twoies for $15, too good to ignore, right? <laughs> I mean, I would ignore that because I'm a snob, but um, go for Look, it. Look, in summer, nothing like a bit of just watery nothing, uh, I find. But um, I like a BB lid, but months. you can have your twoies. That's that's all. Yeah. Look, same, same. Two is old, if anything. That's the winter oh, drink. Oh, yeah. God. Mm. <laughs> But um, 
Love a Twiggy's Hole. But anyway, no, this isn't a sponsor. It's not sponsored by Twiggy's, <laughs> no, this not. podcast. But anyway, so the trend of, um, yeah, online cashback and these sort of dedicated cashback sites intrigues me as well, which is why we're focusing on, on them today. And I'm really curious to learn about how they sort of make money mm. as I'm, you know, kind of a little skeptical about how much you actually save or make while you shop. Make money while you shop always sounds like weirdly scammy to me. <laughs> it does. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I reckon we're going to get into those questions later on. Yeah, we will. We definitely will in depth. But um, how about we set the scene first? I think we need to because mm-hmm. it's probably yes. helpful for anyone listening and for me um, to break down some of the websites and apps and companies that are you know providing online shoppers with cashback and discount deals at the moment. Totally. And because there's so many of them. Oh, there's yeah. like a billion different examples. So I've sort of collected a few... Uh, a few examples from a different kind of categories of okay. these that exist. So, Hit um, me with just for a yeah, a bit of insights. So first, you've got websites like um, Groupon or Catch, which mm-hmm. you might recognise. They're pretty big names, and these basically they offer discounted goods and services, experiences, all kinds of things on mass, and you can shop for those products or services directly on their site. So like, there's lists of stuff, or you can like buy in quotation marks. A, um, a discount offer online or via the app and then redeem it at a store or on the website. So it might be like a percentage off a, something in particular, two for one deal or like a pay $10 and get $25 worth of grapes or whatever <laughs> it is you've got the, the discount on. Probably not grapes um, now that I think about it. But anyway, so there's that, there's that, uh, there's that camp mm. of uh, coupons and codes. And then you've got sort of specific uh, voucher websites which offer, but sometimes don't deliver on. There are some sketchy ones. No, they ones. don't. They, they don't always deliver. <laughs> yeah. So there are, you want to look for the real ones, and we'll get to that too. But they deliver voucher codes for you to use when you're checking out with your basket of goodies mm. at specific stores, at specific brands. And then there are also, in addition to this, like browser extensions, kind of like Honey, which do oh, this I've heard of automatically. Honey. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's been, it's been tossed around the office a little bit back mm. when we were in the office talking about honey. But yeah, they essentially like scan the web as you shop and like apply discounts to your basket, I think. So you don't so actually have, have to like, like go into a specific site to find a coupon. Yeah, the, the, the honey does it for so. you. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind cool of, idea. you know, it's a bit sciencey. I don't know if I 100% understand the um the tech behind it, but that's the th- general theory. Um. But then we come to the cashback sites. So mm. this might be like Shopback is one in Australia or Cash Rewards is another. And these are basically marketplaces which offer goods and services like the others um, from pretty well-known brands like across fashion, technology, sporting goods, beauty products, all, all the different industries and mm. whatnot that you can shop with. Um, but their hook is that they offer varying amounts of cash back when you make a purchase. So money back in your pocket when you spend money, which sounds kind of nice, right? It does. And it's generally, yeah. yes, lovely. It's generally, which, which makes me go, hmm, scam. But <laughs> no, it's uh, generally calculated as a percentage of the purchase price. So if you're you know, buying something for $50 and it's 10%, it's $5 back in your pocket, whatever. Um, yeah. And so that is across, again, a lot of big brands and, and different industries, uh, big ones you see a lot of like uh, the Iconic or lots of Apple brand branded products. So, yeah, those are sort of the main, I think, the main three sub areas in this uh, in this world that we're talking about. That's it's really interesting. And the, the last one that, you know, you're talking about the cashback sites, I, 
kind of actually made me mm. think that the micro investing app that I use, so totally random, um, it yeah. actually has a cashback section with a bunch of retailers and brands as well. So yeah, there you go. It's like it's maybe it's everywhere. That's just I haven't appreciated it before. Yeah, it's big in finance. I think like we even talk about it in like you see it on loans and stuff. It's a different situation, but you, they talk about cashback, mm. whatever's there Very too, true. don't they? Um, yeah. Let's pause for a second though. Because I want to bring in today's sponsor. No, not really. No. Um, not but, Tui's. <laughs> not Tui's. Um, I do have a question though. I'm going to throw it out. So mm. this is a question to you and just broadly. So do you think it's possible to shop online nowadays without discounts or incentives? Like have we been conditioned to the point where it doesn't even feel right paying full price online? Because you know, I know I feel that way. Like, I feel like I'm getting ripped uh. off if I don't get some kind of discount. <laughs> <laughs> We've been bred to believe that discounts are, are a better deal. They're and maybe essential. things should have just costed, maybe it should have just costed the correct price all along. But um, <laughs> now nah, I think, uh, like, it is, it is a marketing tactic, but I think personally, it depends on what I'm buying. So, for like products that I really love or items and services from companies that I'm really invested in, mm. I'm happy to pay full price, whether that's in line or at the shops. Like, I'll definitely grab a discount if it's being offered to me and sitting there, but I'm not, it doesn't depend on that for me to shop there. Oh, that's um, really interesting. I, yeah. Yeah. But then for like, yeah, things that maybe I don't care so much about, I'm like, give me a discount, please. <laughs> that's sort of my reason. Give me, give me. But I, <laughs> gimme gimme but i do have some research that some kind of answer the question a bit more broadly so um according to a mobile commerce report from paypal so you know the big old paypal mm -hmm. um, which they put out in 2019 68 percent of australians are in quotation marks always looking for discounts always like me which is yep. a fun <laughs> fun way to phrase it and then 16 percent uh, said that they would only shop online when items are on sale. So mm. maybe they're more in the in your camp there, Tom. But the it's Tom um, Watson pickiness. <laughs> I want I want discount. So it's like altogether, that's a fair chunk of people who are shopping online who like only or want to commit to a purchase when there's a deal or discount on the cards. And you know, some might call that stingy, but I <laughs> I reckon it's pretty savvy, especially oh, if we're so. talking about yeah. If we're talking about like really expensive purchases or buying from like big evil corporate giants, like I don't want to support, you're not supporting the little guy. You're just like, you want to, there's a thing that you need or want, you need to buy it. So like, you know, if you're buying from the old Apple or the Iconic or some ridiculously priced luxury brands, Gucci, whatever, I don't even know if they have discounts or sales, but I say, yeah, go for it. I reckon it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I think your point um, before is, is kind of spot on about, you, you kind of pick and choose about where you really care about getting discounted product versus where you'd be happy to support, you know, someone else, uh, someone smaller Tights. perhaps. Um, you also brought up a really interesting point before we came on air, which I, I, I want to touch mm. on too, and um, about how uh, this kind of all fits into the world of social media and creators yes. as well. Um, because discounted deals seem like a pretty big way for influencers and YouTubers and podcasters to, and I kind of hate this term, but I'm going to use it anyway, to monetize their audiences. Mm. Um, like, I've been thinking about some of the podcasts that I love, and they're kind of like independent, smaller podcasts, so they're not attached to big networks or, you know, news mm. sites or whatever. Um, they will have their kind of conventional ads throughout their episodes. Um, 
And I think like, would I consider the products that are advertised during those episodes because they're helping out a podcast I like? You know, maybe, but it's not going to kind of spur me to, you know, grab my credit card and start spending straight Mm. away. But would I consider using a discount code to a product that's, you know, specifically linked to the podcast and mentioned in the podcast? I'd, I'd probably more likely to do that um, where, you know, in that in that situation where I get something, they get something, everyone yeah. kind of gets something. So, and I mean, I've done it before, so I know that I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I feel like all of it, uh, whether there's a discount or not, kind of used to irk me a little bit. I was like, oh, you're sold out. Mm. But since I feel like working uh, more in media and understanding how like modern media companies and content makers earn money and it's often not enough money, yeah, um, I sort sadly. of, I now applaud people for getting sponsorship and whether or not they're offering deals through that contract. So it just makes me really happy to see an artist or a creative that I really love getting commercial backing because um, then they get money and get to keep making the cool stuff that I love. So for example, in Australia, uh, Montaigne, who's a, a singer, she was doing mm. an advertising campaign with Bonds for their great uh, reusable period undies, which are fantastic. And they really align with her values that she yeah, puts out into the world as a public figure and um, are a good product that I like and use. And I'm like, fantastic. And then alternatively, like in the US, there's this YouTuber called Gus Johnson, who's absolutely hilarious. And I haven't bought anything that he has been sponsored by, um, but he just does such incredible, like sponsored announcements at the end of his episodes that are hilarious. And I just straight up enjoy them. Oh. And I can imagine if you if you wanted if you wanted the stuff he was uh, sponsored by, and he does do uh, pretty decent discount codes, I would totally yeah. If I needed like the headphones or whatever he's sponsored by, I would totally get them just because I enjoy watching the ad. Quite <laughs> frankly, it's oh man, just like thinking back, there's like ads for like um casper mattresses and me undies and whatnot like they are just ingrained in my brain after years of listening to american podcasts in particular so it's uh it's funny how how sticky they are um i i think it's worth mentioning though and i think a lot of people at home will appreciate this that there are certainly things that you want to consider as a shopper you know as an Mm. online consumer when it comes to jumping on discounts or cashback deals though right Yes, definitely. I'm always a proceed with caution kind of person. Yes, you so I'll are. put my internet <laughs> put my internet safety hat on because uh, there are plenty of uh, shady sites and shifty people out there. And um, we're not just talking about sort of avoiding those dodgy coupon sites that literally never work, but it's just kind of more generally about doing your due diligence and checking out the fine print of all these deals and offers uh, before you hand over your personal information mm. to get a to get a discount. And then in a addition to that it's also about not overspending just because the discounts are there because like even if it's a bargain it's not going to be good for your budget or like landfill levels if you don't end up using that item and like chuck it out before it's been loved to death um, and the same goes for your yeah your wallet and any experiences that you might not take advantage of even though you bought them or whatever um, and I can't help but uh, remember Mozo's golden rule which is that shopping around comparing and haggling will uh, usually get you a better deal. And you can sometimes end up finding like full-priced offers of the same product that are actually 
more competitive than discounted or cashback sites, depending on where you shop, even shopping secondhand, you might get a brand new item that's like up on Gumtree or whatever, and it's much cheaper and the exact same thing. So yeah, there's all kinds of uh, research to do before clicking, give me that discount code or whatever offer, I think. I think that's some very sage advice, Liv. I feel mm, like with the, I we need a- to get you like, you know, as some kind of internet safety you know, <laughs> ambassador or mascot or something like that. <laughs> wise cyber safety witch. That'll be my uh, cyber safety my witch. Outfit. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier in the episode, we promised to delve deeper into the world of online cashback, and uh, you know, frankly, I'm kind of interested in learning a little bit more about that myself as well. So. To give us a lowdown on how that all works, we are joined today by a special guest, Angus Muffet, who is a country manager of online cashback platform Shopback. Thanks for joining us, Angus. It's uh, great to have you on the podcast. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having us. Um, I guess to start us off, um, could you explain to anyone who hasn't used a cashback shopping tool before uh, just how Shopback actually works, and can you use it in store? Is it just online? How? Yeah, how, how does it all work? I'd love to. So, if if you haven't heard of Shopback before, essentially we're Australia's largest pre-shopping destination, um, and what our aim is to help customers save time and money when they shop online. It, it's really that simple. And so, the way we go about doing that is um, we're with them throughout every stage of their shopping journey. So, whether or not they want to search for the best product and price with our product comparison tool. Uh, perhaps they want to save money with coupons and deals that we have listed on our site. Um, of course, we reward them for cashback. Uh, that's the backbone of our business. Um, but recently as well, we've started to offer a wide range of, of gift cards that users can come and buy uh, from Shopback and earn cashback on and uh, pay with their Visa or MasterCard or cashback if they choose. Um, but essentially how it works is it's really simple. We partner with um, all the brand, leading brands, so we've got 1,400 brands on Shopback for you to shop from. Mm-hmm. And when you click through from Shopback to that brand, um, we track how much you spend and we give you back a percentage of that as cash into your account. And they're big brands, right? So, you know, Coles Online, uh, the iconic Pet cool. Barn, if you want to get some stuff for your pet in ISO, <laughs> um, Booking.com when you want to book that holiday when we all get out of this. Yeah. Um, okay. It goes on from there. Cool. Um, so but you... to your question, oh, oh sorry, that? I was just going to say you had an, a second part to that question, which is, uh, hey, can I in, install cashback or cashback mm. install? Mm. Um, I'd love to say more on that. We're imminently um, about to release an install cashback um, uh, business unit for our customers to enjoy. So stay tuned on that. Oh, great. More to come. Now, you mentioned that cashback is sort of the core of what you do and you're also doing other kind of discounts and and coupons and the like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find that people are, are looking more for cashback offers or more for those kind of discounts direct on the items that they're buying? I'd say, why wouldn't you have both? Why yeah. can't you have both? Um, yeah, so, I mean, um, at Shopback, you can get, uh, you know, cashback when you shop through us to your favourite brand. But then you can also um, use any brands, that, uh, any discounts that the brands are running on site. So I'll give you an example of that. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, I, I bought uh, some click and collect uh, purchases from BWS through Shopback. Nice. And I got, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good buy, actually. I got 25% cash back. Um, but because I bought some beer from BWS, they had a special running beer as well. And so the Heineken I bought went from $50 for the case, um, pre-cash back and, and coupons and, and deals, to $35. 
I reckon that's the cheapest case of Heineken you'll find in Australia. <laughs> it's very nice. But, so you're also, <laughs> but you're independently also offering other coupons as opposed to cashback. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So we work with brands uh, quite closely. So we have um, relationships with, you know, say the Iconic, for example. And when the Iconic wants to run uh, a special cashback offer with us, we'll quite often negotiate an exclusive code that you can use uh, to, to increase your savings further as well. Yeah, awesome. So I guess one of the questions that I had coming to this, because I guess I've been aware of cashback um, and mm. cashback sites like like you, you yourselves before, but I'm kind of wondering where the money comes from, like where that difference comes from. So, because I'm thinking that you know some people at home are probably like this is too good to be true. There's going to be a catch here. So, <laughs> so how does it work from from your perspective as a business? Tom, it's a leading question when I have uh, when I catch up with a friend. They're like, "Tell me what you do," and I explain Shopback, and they're like. Wow, that all sounds really cool, but who pays that money? Where do you get your money? <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. Why why am I getting free cash just for shopping? And I get I'm that, suspicious, that. Angus. I'm suspicious. <laughs> I, I picked up a tone. I picked Selfie up a tone. Healthy suspicion no. always. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it look it's really simple. There's no uh, tricks or or you know uh, the, the money the money flow is quite simple. So brands work with work with us uh, as in Shopback as a marketing channel. So instead of paying for, say, like a billboard or a radio spot or a TV spot, um, they work with Shopback and pay us a commission when a purchase is being made. So when you go through and buy your uh, you know, case of Heineken from BWS, BWS say, hey, Shopback, Tom's bought that case of beer from us. Um, you know, you can, you can give him this cash back. So it's quite simple and it's a really effective way. Brands more and more are now using uh, cash back as an effective marketing channel as opposed to something as static as a billboard where you just pile money into it and you're not sure on the returns. Yeah, sick. So you would you would call yourselves a marketing platform in that sense because it's kind of like paying for ad space? Very much so. Yeah, yeah. very much so. So you guys launched in, uh, in 2018, I guess. So I'm wondering, you know, it's, it's only been three years, but have you seen the kind of cashback space develop at all over that period? Because as I said before, for me, it's kind of – gone from something that I'm not really conscious of to like, hey, what is this? Like, what's going on here? I need to know what this is. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. Um, I, I think so the Australian, like the awareness of cashback in Australia has come a long way in the last three years. And we're doing everything we can to educate uh, all the customers out there, all the Australians who shop online, um, how it works and, you know, how it stands, they stand to benefit from it. I think we look at our our um, markets like the US and the UK where cashback has been around in some shape or form for the last 20 years, oh, it's wow. actually quite, it's, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's massive. It's quite ubiquitous over there. Um, there's a company called Rakuten uh, who, uh, who operates over there in the US and they're, they're one of the main or the leading cashback uh, platforms over there. Um, they've got millions and millions of customers that shop with them every day to save money. They're actually a, a leading investor in Shopback as well. They they um, put forty five million dollars into Shopback Ooh. in twenty nineteen. Fun fact, yeah. um, which we're we're um, super grateful for. But I mean, back to our journey in Australia. So um, you know, when we arrived in in twenty eighteen, Cashback had been around for a couple of years. You know, I think um, there was a an in, uh, someone else, uh, an incumbent here that was offering um, the same kind of value proposition. Mm. I feel like, I mean, we launched, we, we 
took out an Airbnb in Piermont. We started with zero customers <laughs> uh, and then zero brands. And it was your typical startup story. Um, we turned the lights on and we got cracking in. Mm. And today, I'm happy to say we've scaled to over 1.4 million customers who use us Massive. and uh, over, over 1,400 brands. So, um, yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. But I think how it's changed in the last uh, few years is customers are becoming more and more aware of, of cashback and how it stands to benefit them. But then on the other side of the equation, you've got all these brands now that are like, especially through COVID with the shift to digital, you know, the For sure. over 15% 15 of Australia's uh, discretionary spend goes through online now. It was, uh, you know, around 7% pre-COVID. So brands are really looking for ways to attract new customers and bring, uh, you know, lapsed customers back into their stores. So, uh, it, you know, there's been a hell of a lot of education we've had to do to to get brands excited about the channel and get them um, involved in cashback. And I think just to summarize it all, you know, the impact has been quite significant over the last, you know, three and a bit years that we've been in Australia. We've given customers over $60 million uh, in cashback. That's actual $60 million that is now sitting in a customer's bank account. So we feel like it's, um, you know, it's it's been a, a great thing, but there's a long way to go. You know, we're, we're shouting mm. from the rooftops uh, to anyone who will listen about yeah. <laughs> how it works. And, and certainly we're trying to get more and more brands involved, yeah. even though there um, already, there's still some key, key brands we'd love mm. to offer. Have you seen a bit of a, a boom on both the brand and customer interest over the last year? You said it's, um, yeah, a, a spike in online sales. Obviously, have you seen some changes there? We have, we absolutely have. I mean, the, the start of COVID, you know, it was it was very tricky, right? Cast your mind mm. back to, to March <laughs> last year when we were all um, yeah, shut down. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit sad, but um, uh, you know, we're, yeah, you're right. It is deja vu. We were all putting back into our apartments, and um, you know, brands were scrambling to find ways to to reach customers when traditional media just wasn't going to cut it. Um, what we saw was customers um, started shopping in categories where they, uh, assuming they would have shopped uh, in the physical sense. So I'll give you an example. Like when we when we first went into lockdown, uh, we saw very clear patterns as the panic buying set in and then the realities of lockdown set in where customers were shopping straight into groceries and, mm. and panic buying groceries. Into alcohol, that was a huge, huge, uh, you know, um, behavior shift for our customers. And then into health and beauty, and then into how do I set up my home office and gym because I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. And <laughs> the stages of lockdown. The, yeah, I love it. It's like all those stages of grief. You have like, your denial, and then your the necessities, and then your acceptance at the end. Totally, that's, that's huge. Right. Food, food and alcohol at the top of the pyramid, yeah, exactly. the, yeah. as well as hierarchy of needs. Um, but yeah, no, we're seeing, we're seeing, certainly seeing. Um, you know, people in the financial sense as well, wanting their money to go further. Mm. And cashback in its simplest form is, I think, the easiest way to do that. Totally. For our customers, um, are there any concerns users have brought up or you've had to look into about sort of privacy and, you know, data potentially being shared with big brands and companies that would give more information away online? Has any of that come up? I would say that we take data very seriously and mm. specifically data privacy very seriously. You know, the fact that we get it, it's a precious gift. We understand that and uh, we respect that. Um, we don't sell any of our data to anyone, full cool. stop. In fact, the only way that we use the data um, that, that we have is to enhance the customer experience. 
Um, what I mean by that, perhaps I'll share an example with you. Sure. If you go into the Shopback app and you go to a, a tab called Earn More, there's uh, some offers there from brands which will be targeted towards you based on what we know. So let's say you've never shopped at Pet Barn before. Uh, Pet Barn would say uh, to Shopback, hey, I want to give um, any customer who's never shopped with me before uh, a bonus $10. Um, or perhaps you haven't shopped at Pet Barn for some time. They'll offer you something to get you to come back and spend mm. with them again. Um, there's a really good one in there at the moment from Boozebud who are giving you a bonus $5 if you spend $75 between now and September. So Boozebud are saying, shop back, please look at your data and, tell, and, and reward a customer um, if they spend uh, $75 between now and September because it's hitting some of Boozebud's strategic goals. Yeah, but yeah, cool. very yeah, take it quite seriously as as I believe um, you know we should. But we go that extra step by saying that we won't se- we won't sell it to anyone. It's not mm. used for anything externally. Awesome. Cool. With any kind of discount or deal, I always uh, I always wonder about the fine print. So things like uh, conditions and and limits mm-hmm. on on having that you need to meet to to reach these um, to reach these bonuses. Um, how do you make that really clear to your customers? Yeah, I think no one wants a gotcha moment, right? Like no one mm. wants to be caught out by the fine print. And and that's something that we try and display, you know, in, and, and articulate in plain English to our customers before they click through from Shopback uh, to the brand, exactly what they're going to earn. Um, I'll give you, give you a clear example of that. So the iconic, um, you know, they might be running a flash sale with this, which means that, um, the customer is going to get more cash back than they ordinarily would. And quite often you'll see flash sales capped at, say, $20 or $30 cash back. Mm. Um, and that's very clearly displayed on, you know, all the banners and, and everywhere it should be before you click through. Um, but it's less about wanting to reduce the amount of cash back that a customer can earn and more about um, the iconic protecting how much um, uh, cash back is given out because there's a lot of people out there that have some really cool um, you know, Wix or, or, or otherwise setups uh, where they they buy online and then resell. So we, we want to make it fair and equitable. Oh, that's a really interesting point, actually. I'd never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What yeah, a system. It's, and, and all power to them, quite, quite entrepreneurial to set your own online store up and, um, and uh, you know, buy your items through Shopback to, to make sure you're getting the best price. But I tell you a, a really funny one. We, uh, we've reached out to a few customers who are really, really awesome customers. Mm. And it turns out that they're, um, you know, they're, they might be an office manager or someone that's purchasing uh, travel on behalf of their business. And mm. so their, their hack is um, if they're buying things on behalf of the company, they can do it through Shopback and cashback and the expense, the whole amount, um, oh. which is a, a oh. brilliant, a brilliant thing, and I wish I was the travel booker in shop in. Uh, totally, in my <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Fantastic. Good on <laughs> yeah. um, I guess I believe you might have a fun offer to tell us about with the finance burrito. Is that correct? Oh, you betcha. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, um, <laughs> we're very, very thankful for everyone you know listening um, a bit of, to a bit about it, the shop back journey today. And mm. uh, on behalf of shop back, we'd like to give. Um, any new customers who are listeners of yours, uh, $20 just for signing up. So all they need to do is go to the Shopback uh, website or actually download the app. It's, uh, it's mm. a super cool app um, and put in code FB20 and uh, you'll get $20 sign up bonus just for, uh, for signing up and listening in today. 
That's so cool. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that. We'll also pop a link in our um, the description of the episode so everyone can uh, click through there. But it's been really great talking to you, Angus. A lot of fun. Yeah, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it, Olivia. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Angus. So what's the bottom line? Old sceptical witch Liv may have learned to be a little more trusting, if Yay. you can believe it. Just, uh, yeah, just putting putting my uh, wallet and heart on the line. But, um, no, it was great talking uh, to Angus and seeing sort of like the humans behind these discount cashback platforms um, and, yeah, understanding how they make money, which is, you know, it's not a scam. It's generally a pretty simple form of mm. marketing that's just like perhaps a bit more actionable for people seeing it. Than, um, than like a billboard or display ad that you look at and then kind of forget. And that, yeah, legit sites are, are run by humans and not like scam bots. So that's good. <laughs> oh, gosh, that is so interesting. Um, listen, like my takeaway is that I'm just stoked that there are so many digital cashback and discount options out there now because I really don't think I would have thrived under the kind of like old school coupon system. Um, I know you mentioned your beer purchases before, mm. but um, I think I'd be a little bit too awkward um, with the whole redeeming something in person over the counter. Um, well, at least for some things. Like I, I was thinking like, I, I genuinely do feel a little bit like awkward and weird about handing over my coffee loyalty card sometimes, which is ridiculous. Oh. Like, why why would I feel uncomfortable about that? Um, I'm not sure what the psychology is with that. But um, yeah, anyway, it's good that these things exist online for people like me now. Yeah, but I think no, Tom, you've got to you've got to get on it with the coffee because like they're offering like cafes and everyone are offering these things with the knowledge that they're going to make more money than you're saving. I know. I'm pretty I sure. I always feel like bad <laughs> for some reason, but yeah. <laughs> I even have a loyalty like discount card for uh, a massage parlor that I frequent because I have a really yucky back. So I, yeah, get all over it, I say, but I reckon <laughs> we should uh, probably wrap things up, go get a massage. Well, not, no, actually we can't get a massage anymore, can we? But no. um, <laughs> we'll save the listeners. None of that, listeners. no joy. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save the listeners from my passion for discount coupons and your physical discount phobia and we'll uh yeah we'll call it a day there but of course um we'll be right back at everyone's podcast feeds next thursday with our latest news wrap and then in two weeks time we'll be tying a neat little bow around this uh digital finance series which uh be our final episode which is kind of exciting so yeah stay tuned for the big finale and we've got a we've got an interesting and dare I say timely topic for that uh, final episode in the season. So really looking forward to that. And before we go, as always, a big thank you to the whole Brito crew, our researcher Ella, our social media lead Rihanna, and of course our lovely producer Claire. And a big thank you, dear listener, for uh, tuning in as always. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Just remember, as Mozo writers, we're providing general financial product information. So we're not taking into account your specific financial situation, needs, or personal objectives. We are not recommending any specific product to you. The best advice we can give is for you to make your own financial decisions and seek out independent advice. This podcast was brought to you by mozo.com.au.